Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Music, Movies and Madness. I'm David, your host, joined by Glenn, Ian and Martin for a review of the year 1968, the movies. And uh, fellas, how did you find this part of the uh, the journey? There were some phenomenal films. There were some good movies, yeah. I found yeah. it quite hard. <laughs> yeah. I struggled okay. a bit. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, we'll um, we'll go with uh, Martin Glenn, and if we get to Ian, then great. If we don't, that's right too. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, would you like to kick us off, perhaps nineteen sixty-eight for your film, mate? What did you pick? Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm fighting against the gas man because he's going to run the other way. Now. Gas man is still here. <laughs> Episode two, Sorry, more gas. Him. Have you got your gas? <laughs> did you just buy um, some? Yeah. Okay. So we, we couldn't really do like a 60s show and not kind of do something beatly so I, a little bit of a tenuative link because they don't really they're not really in it um but um you know it's it's all voice actors but i've gone with yellow submarine um Yay. it's a film that it's just a lot of fun to watch um i think every kid should watch it it's one of those movies um and um yeah it, it just you know very much of its time it's very psychedelic um you know but the, it's, i think it kind of led the way for a lot of kind of the idea of like the soundtrack narrating the story as well you know some some of the parts of it i i love my favorite part in the whole thing is is the nowhere man clip i don't know if you know that where they're on the um they're on under under the the ocean and they're going through what they call the sea of holes <laughs> there's just lots of like black dots on the screen basically and they keep kind of going through one hole and then coming out of another hole so like portals type thing and they meet this character called jeremy who's the the nowhere man who's just like a really sad little blue guy or oh. green um but uh, um yeah it's just it's just it's the marriage of, of like the visuals to to the to the songs it's just great and it is fun um as I say, I think it's a movie that, like, you know, just as like a history lesson as well. I think it'd be really, really good for, as a movie to show your kids if you've got kids, or show it to somebody else's kids, you know. But don't make it weird. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure you. Yeah, it's, it's good if you know them if, if they know you. But, yeah. <laughs> just go and take a couple of kids off the street and show it to them. Mate. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got a confession. As, oh, a Beatle, oh. as a Beatle fan, yeah. um, I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, I've never seen yeah. it. But... Yeah, it's worth it. It's not very long. It's only about an hour and 20 minutes or something. It's it's pretty short. Um, but basically, yeah, all of the, um, well, the, the voices aren't the Beatles. They were too busy. They were doing other stuff. So they got like sound alikes. Brilliant. Know, <laughs> Jesus. And there's this whole thing with Ring Ringo is is pretty awful because he sounds like he's on like meth. He's <laughs> pretty doped out for it. He's like oh do 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 days kind of thing. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> but, but there's all of that kind of stuff humor kind of going through it as well. Um, uh, <laughs> then show up in the end credits um, uh, and do um, what song is it? One, two, three, four. Can I have a little more? Oh, um, right. Yes, yes, yes. 
and I love you. All together now, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So they, they come on at the end and kind of do a live little bit, like a promo video thing over the credits sort of thing at the end. Um, also famous for the Blue Meanies, the bad yes. guys in the film. Yeah, so most people know that term, Blue Meanie. Um, yeah, uh, lot, as I say, some real... What you'll find when you watch it as well is just like certain bits just are just very, very iconic. Even if you haven't seen it previously, there are certain things in there that you will recognize just because they're tied so intrinsically into the Beatles. You know, there's a whole thing where like one of the bad guys is on stilts and he's throwing apples, you know, apple gore. So there's little <laughs> subliminal things like type stuff going on in there. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yellow the submarine. Um, I think the first time I saw it was as a kid, um, but it was for a long time. It was kind of out of print, and you couldn't get a copy anywhere. And then they kind of did a reissue, probably early two thousands or something. And it's you can get it on DVD or, or Blu-ray now, probably as well. And then the Beatles, um, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely worth a shot. Go go and watch uh, Yellow Submarine and, and enjoy it. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, so there nice. you go. That's my movie. Thanks, Martin. Great. All right. I, I, I'm like you, Glenn. I haven't actually seen it. Uh, mind you, I haven't seen any Beatles flicks. I haven't seen any of the earlier stuff or Magical Mystery What's or anything. Oh, you day? haven't you haven't seen Hard Day's Night? No. no. That's, yeah. Well, Hard, Hard, Hard Day's Night's great. <laughs> it is. It's good. Um, Magical Mystery Tour is just like, what the hell is going on? Um, <laughs> That's too much. Bus. There's a bus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. but, um, but yeah, Yellow Submarine, because it was like independent or separate from the Beatles, although they had a bit of an input, it, it's mainly like completely separate to them. Mm. Um, and it was it was almost like a promo video, really, because they were out touring or, or recording. Um, so the, the schedule was just completely packed out. So there was no way that they could kind of like really take a, a more active role in it. Yeah. Did, did they actually like it since they weren't involved in it much? Yeah, I, 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 I think... Paul really likes it. Um, I'm not sure about John, and I'm sure George and Ringo probably enjoyed it. I think Ringo, well, Ringo would have because he got to sing a song on it. Which mm, he, mm. <laughs> he likes you know. all that stuff, eh, does Ringo? <laughs> yeah. Did you get a song in there? You know? Hey guys, guys, can I have he my was... song this time? <laughs> he was just waiting, man, and now he's reaping the rewards. Yeah. He's having his turn now. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Martin, for that. Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. All right. Uh, Mr. Thurston, over to you, mate. What have you got? I've got a movie called Bullet, and it features probably the coolest guy that was in the late 60s on film, Steve McQueen. I mean, Steve McQueen. He was cooler than James Bond at probably the late part of the late part of the um, 60s. And he, this film is called Bullet. It's a action thriller film, and basically the plot's fairly oh, flimsy. He's a cop. His name's Frank Bullet, and he's there to protect um, a congressman who's going to be testifying against the um, the mob. And basically, the mob are out to get him. Um, and everyone associated with this guy, so he doesn't testify or change stuff. Um, yeah, the film obviously did really, really well. Um, and it also starred Robert Vaughan, um, a very young Robert Duvall's in it, um, and Jack Quillen-Bissett's in it as well. But the film, 
oh, let's be fair, is most notable for the t- near 11-minute car chase that's in the film where they um, basically punish a, um, a Ford Mustang fastback GT um, when it's been, Frank Bullitt's been pursued by the mob hitmen. And this scene basically has become the quintessential action car scene. It was all filmed, obviously. It took three weeks to film. Um, and it's a masterpiece, in fact. Um, it won an Academy Award for editing, and but primarily for this particular car scene. And it's all real. There's no fake shit or anything like that. And they just punish the hell out of these cars, ripping around the streets of San Francisco, jumping over, you know, the, down the hills and stuff. It's absolutely captivating and utterly brilliant to watch. And Steve McQueen's doing a lot of the driving himself, especially when they've got the in-cars, because he was a pretty awesome car racer as well. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, the film itself, yeah, it's all right. But then that car sequence is the bit that sort of just makes it, like, yeah. legendary like so legendary um actually the soundtrack's pretty good too um the soundtrack is by lalo Schifrin, and he sort of does some jazz sort of um score on it uh, it's got that very late 60s sort of sound to it but i'll play the main theme from it um which i actually thought was quite good so here's the theme from bullet <laughs> Tasty is that? Mm, very nice. Very nice. Hey, nice. How good's that? Jazz. I think that's also the guy that did nice. the contract for um, Into the Dragon. Yeah, and Steve McQueen really? was in that. Score. Was Steve McQueen mm. in that? Got... He might have been. Yeah. No. no, he was definitely. He was a student was, of Bruce Lee. Think it was. Think it was Bruce Lee. Right. Yes, yeah. he was. He was definitely a student of Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, he died far too young, but man, Steve McQueen was probably. You know, he's one of the coolest actors ever, right? What a cool cat he was. The soundtracks from that that kind of era really kind of lean into that jazz thing more so than, like, what was going on with the pop stuff. You know, they tended to kind of stay away from the psychedelic and stuff, but really mm. got into, like, that crazy thing, like Quincy Jones, um, Lily Schifrin, um, uh, Man's Henry Mancini. Point, you know? Um, yeah. Some, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and this is a nice bit of the acoustic to go with that. Yeah, 
so it's, yeah, it's a soundtrack. That's how it's I play. Sur- it, it, it surprised me. I thought it was pretty cool, actually. And sort of the names, some of the characters like Ice Pack Mike. I mean, obviously, you know what he's going to be all about. Yeah. Um, um, so, no, really, really cool. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to go and check this film out again. Um, one, to hear that score. I think it sounds fabulous. Mm. Um, and also... Is it what the movie... Is it, this, is, it, is it what the Death Proof movie was based on? Probably. Uh, I think so. I mean, most car movies ever since mm. that time have all got a debt to bullet. Um, yeah, it was almost like Steve McQueen was like, yeah, I want to do a cop movie. However, I want a really long sequence of about 11 minutes of me just being chased by some mobsters and, and cars. Yeah, and that's, that. you know, give me 11 minutes. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yep, anything you want. Done. Um, yeah, fair way. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, Ian, you probably quite like this one. Mm, you quite like police I'll dramas and stuff like this. Um, car oh, I like chases. Good, I like a good car chase. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, this think, is good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice one. Thanks, Glenn. Wallet starring Steve McQueen. Yeah. All right, Ian, over to you, mate. What have you got for us? Yeah, I am. Um, I, I kind of struggled with the movies a little bit, not going to lie. Um, so I, I actually went for, might be cheating a little bit, but it was kind of more like a TV series. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a one-off kind of TV series thing. It goes a little bit like this. So uh, good, the six, the sixty-eight comeback special. <laughs> Correct. Oh, brilliant! Here yeah. is raspiness in his voice. He really forgets oh. all of that crap, and he's enjoying playing with his oh. mates and singing, and it comes through. Away, oh, so good, so good. And it was done as a as a, it was released as a TV special. Um, I know it's not a movie as such, but yeah, it's it's just really really great to watch. And you have got. Uh, I think Elvis is at this point uh, sort of marks his uh, return after like a seven-year sort of period oh. of where he was just bashing out these corny, shitty movies. Yeah, yeah. and no, um, no record, crap records. Everything oh, was. He just it was yeah. destroying himself, wasn't he? But well, there was lots going on, but he was definitely, I think, in a big, massive decline, and this was. Just like Mr. Thurston said, it was a small setting of friends, and um, I think they led a few people in as well. Uh, a very small band. Uh, they shot it a couple of, I think they did lots of different sort of things with it. So he had parts where he was standing up, sitting down. It's the iconic, if you've never seen it, it's the iconic leather suit. Oh, and he looks, yeah, he looks sexy he looks, as hell, you know what I mean? He is so <laughs> good looking in that film. Anyone oh. watches that, you're just like, damn, yeah, man. But, and Oof. he's, yeah, he's, he's just, it's a delight to watch because you're seeing a, an iconic dude sort of spring back to life and um, going back to what he, and he talks through it. It's not just Elvis singing songs, 
he talks through it. He has a laugh through it. He stops and starts a couple of them. Um, and he's just got himself in tip-top shape. And he's looking good, sounding good. And uh, well, what's the call? Yeah, having a lot of fun. Like, he's having a lot of fun. The 68 comeback special. What's that, Martin? He, he was just having a lot of fun because he wasn't sort of in that Vegas rut of doing like the same show every night. He got to kind of vary it up and play around with it a bit more. And um, yeah, just, just, it's just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. It's a cracking thing to watch. It's uh, it would, the, the, it, the, one of the pictures was featured on the 1968 Rolling Stones magazine, actually of, of that year was Elvis in his leather suit standing up. And uh, yeah, I, th- I just think it was a, a real sort of massive event occasion sort of gig and the people of america probably thought yeah fantastic we've got our man back and yeah you know, where's he been yeah and where's he back. been going loco in acapulco or whatever come yeah. on Joe, bro <laughs> and then and to back that up 69 he goes back to memphis and um the album Elvis in Memphis is brilliant, utterly brilliant. Absolutely. He, was, he, he got a different producer in. Yeah. He got more soul huh? Yeah, totally. So those Memphis sessions are absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, he gets Great. told what to do from a young producer who doesn't take any crap. Um, Elvis gets to pick the tunes. It's not handed to him from the colonel, and he absolutely smashes it out. And that's where Suspicious Minds comes from Correct. in the ghetto. Um, and it all springboards from Blue that, Christmas. Um, blue, blue all, Christmas yeah, is all that. Yeah. It all gets springboarded from that, that, that special. And then he goes and does a couple of awesome shows in Vegas and then unfortunately stays there. I, mean, um, I, think, it's a, I think it's when you're looking at all the, all the sort of bad things that are going on and the trouble and strife of 68. I think this seeing something like that on the TV would have been fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would have been like, okay, things are going to be okay. Elvis <laughs> is actually doing good stuff again. The King's back. Um, and, in a, and in a good way too. Are you going to play some more? Well, I only, I only lined that one up. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. We, maybe we, we should do it. Maybe we should do an Elvis uh, do, podcast. Yeah, 100%. One time. We need to. Yep. He's big he's big yep. enough. Let's do it. Cool. Awesome, man. Thanks, Great. man. What a revelation. Love yeah. it. All right. Um, okay. So I'm gonna round us out with a quiz, because that's what I do. I like quizzes. So I got did a quiz. You have, you did you have a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a quiz. All right. We've got to guess a movie. It's not a movie quiz, it's a TV show quiz. Oh. So all these shows I'm going to play you a sound clip for aired in 68. They might not have debuted, but they were definitely on the airwaves on the screen in 68. Not in New Zealand because we didn't get TV until 69. But anyway, that's another story altogether. All right. So, fellas, um, now to make it... I bet we had road cones in 68. We definitely had road cones. Yeah, they were black and white though. all right here we go first one up first one up let me play the whole clip and then i'll ask okay okay all right here we go 
Come on, fellas. Is that it? Days Is that all you're giving yeah, us? Days of our lives. <laughs> Glenn got That's it. A day- Oh, you're yeah, a big, yeah. big watcher, were you, Glenn? Yeah. Well, this is of course, but that, so that thing was rerunning throughout the, all the 80s and 90s. Nice one. Days of our lives. Debuted, I think, in 68, actually. Came out in that year. Right. Next one. I Dream of Genie. You guys don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you don't know <laughs> shit. From Martin's on the other side of the world in Malta dealing with the uh gas man. gas man and just trying to ask guy, bewitched, bewitched, and the gas man's drowning him out. I liked <laughs> bewitched. I thought it was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, next <laughs> one. Very good, Martin. Yeah. Knock, knock. Exactly. Doctor Who. It's been around for a long time, hasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. All right. Here's the next one. That was quite fun. Maxwell Smart, wasn't it? But what was the actual name of the show program? Get smart. Get, get smart. smart. Yeah, That's you got it. Uh, you got it. Yeah. it must have been that must have been surely remade then in the eighties, was it? No, no. we just got no? reruns here. We got reruns just... forever. Wow. It was a terrible movie with Steve Carell. <laughs> yes, that's right. They did a remake, which is oh. awful. Now this one's gonna give it away, but this was the actual intro to the television show. Once upon a time, in a mythical place called Cape Kennedy. An astronaut named Tony Nelson went up on a space mission. The missile went up, but something went wrong, and they had to bring it down. Captain Nelson landed on an island in the South Pacific, where he found a bottle. At least it looked like a bottle, but it didn't act like a bottle. Because in it was a genie. Oh, not your average everyday genie, but a beautiful genie who could grant any wish. I dream of Genie. Watch the video for that. It is worse than the narration you just heard. She goes and slaps this massive kiss on him, right? As soon as that comes on, not just any Genie. A beautiful Genie. So, only 68. yeah, that program has made me rub those bottles so hard. <laughs> you weren't expecting that one, were you, David? <laughs> All right, well, what's the next one, David? Moving right Don't along. rub. <laughs> Don't rub those bloody bottles at me. Nice. All right, here we go. Chainers here. See if we can get this one. You've been caned. Star Trek. Star Trek. A final frontier. Okay, that was a bit easy. When was the first? When was the first episode of Star Trek? Any I did ideas? this. I did this. Was it sixty six? 
66, I think, because they're all on um, a website, all free to download, all of them. Um, right. Yeah, and 66. I think I, I reviewed yeah. it one of the years recently, actually. Um, mm. Yeah, it was um, interesting to watch. Okay, next one. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And one day he was shooting at some food, and up through the ground come a bubbling crude. <laughs> bubbling crude. You're right, man. Well done, Beverly Hillbillies. So many of those were a staple on 80s television, yeah. weren't they? Most of them. It wasn't that long ago. From, I don't think I've know, ever watched that. I don't think I've ever watched hardly any of them, but I definitely recognise oh, the music. No, I definitely remember watching those. Well, get smart. I mean, I, look, if you think about it right, this is probably not worth thinking about, but 68 to 88 is only 20 years. Yeah. 88 was when we were kind of 12 years old, 13 years old, whatever it was, right? There, thereabouts. Probably watching, come on, watch some telly. And these were on. Now, 20 years from... T- 2023 it was 2003 and i went back and had a look at all the tv shows from 2003 and let me tell you i didn't recognize any of them i was like what oh there were there was it was all um what do you call it it was all the survivor series and oh, that right. sort of shit right um reality tv was just in its infancy um the golden age is they sort of the so-called golden age so the the likes of breaking bad and then all, all that that came out on that didn't happen until about 2006 seven onwards um so yeah interesting rewinding it back 20 years from today isn't quite the same as what 68 was to 88 so but it seems so old the 60s because a lot of it was in black and white and just seemed so old that 80s felt i don't Mm. know exciting Mm. and dare i say a futurist but um yeah and i think Another reason why we were getting all of those reruns was just because they were so bloody cheap. You know, they yes. could buy an entire series of, you know, Lost in Space or, or Batman, you know, the old Batman or whatever, and just mm. like rerun it and rerun it and rerun it. And, and most of those series, you know, they weren't like now where you end up with a series that has like 12 episodes a season. These mm. things had like 30, 40 episodes yeah. a season. Yeah. So really a, a quick, easy way to kind of just, fill some time you know yeah mm. you can probably imagine you can you can probably imagine tv and said probably blew the budget on knight rider mm. uh, <laughs> and macgyver and they, they yeah. had nothing else except That's for, right. um the new zealand programming and rugby on a sunday and days of our lives and, well yeah and re <laughs> and yeah days of our lives from the 70s yeah, yeah exactly to make, to make, yeah, they blew the budget on knight rider and yeah. I'm glad they did because it was good to have Night Rider. Nice. Speaking in 1968, uh, you know, uh, Ian brilliantly brought up Michael Caine. Michael Caine had a movie out as well. Um, again, another neo noir crime thriller, um, and it was called Deadfall. Yep. And apparently it's quite good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it a good film? Yes, apparently it is. A good, strong, compact pulp thriller. And, yeah, there we go. Nice. I love a bit of pulp, and there we go. If you look back over the entire Michael Caine history, there's generally a film for every year. So, I mean, if we'd known how much Michael... What was that? Get Carter. My favourite is definitely Get Carter. 
that's a great move. And again, like, a great one for, for quotes, you know? It's like, mm. you're a big man, but you're in bad shape. With me, it's an occupation. Now behave yourself. Had we known that Michael Caine is so popular with us, we probably should have every year, what had Michael Caine been up to? Because he's generally been in a film a year. There's not many years where the guy didn't make one or at least more than one or TV shows. The guy was prolific. So I think we might have to have a Michael Caine special too. Let's get or him just, on. I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> Let's get him on. I mean, he's 90 now. He's actually acting he's as a not, 90. Is he 90? 90, yeah. Shit. And, yeah, oh, and yeah. guess what? He's in another film this year acting My as a 90-year-old. Yeah. Insane. Oh. Yeah, he's a All legend. Right. All right. We do love you, Michael. We do love you. We know you're listening. Actually, yeah, we hope so. Mm. Um, all right, fellas, that was good. <laughs> uh, it's always good to end on a Michael Caine note. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow, makes me want to watch it. <laughs> Wait till you do your show, Ian. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'll get uh, you back. Um, I, know, right. I have no doubt. Yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in, listeners, to our 1968 movies um, and flicks uh, episode. Uh, have a wonderful week and stay safe and all that. And, uh, fellas, we'll see you next week. Thank Cheers. you, David. Thanks, guys. Good night. Good night. Well,